before we jump into today's episode, I would love to open up a space to ground us down with three deep, intentional breaths. To really arrive here with intention, with our presence, and to let go of anything that's happened throughout the day. So just take three deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. Just landing in your purpose for pressing play on this today. Maybe what drew you to the podcast or this particular episode. And just coming to your body and your awareness in this moment that you are here and you've chosen to be here. Let's begin. Welcome back to the Artist Redefined Podcast, your weekly home, empowering you to be the artist of your own life. Thank you so much for joining us on this Friday, wherever you are in the world. And welcome back to another process episode where you get the opportunity to learn, to sponge off some techniques that you can apply to your own life and come back to the remembrance of your power of how many tools that you have within yourself and around you to really get creative with how your life can look. And that was my intention creating these process episodes. I, like I said, I've listened to a lot of podcasts that can just be more information to digest, but what, what is information if we're not doing anything with it? It's just taking up space in our body. So these process episodes are a real encouragement of creating action of whatever resonates with you and you feel could give you, you know, the tools to really create something different and unique with your life in your own way, in your own time. So please, I invite you to find a quiet space, whether that's in your room or out in nature or a place where you're not going to be distracted or interrupted. Put that phone away for the 10, 15 minutes you're listening to yourself. Give yourself the presence. And get a notebook and pen and do anything that you need to do to make yourself comfortable. And let's drop in. This is going to be a few things that have really helped me redefine and shift my relationship with my perfectionism that you might be able to play around with in your own way to explore what's present for you in your perfectionism, if that's a thing. And just also come to a deeper understanding of like, why you do what you do and where that kind of can be rooted from. And also these are just going to be a few new perspectives of the way to look at your life and have a deeper understanding, which can then open up the room to play once you create a, maybe an awareness of something you weren't aware of. So the first thing I want you to do is I want you to draw a triangle, however big you want, add color to it. Whatever you want to do to make it fun and unique to you, draw a triangle on a blank page. And then at the bottom right corner, I want you to write doing. 
You'll be writing this outside the triangle where the two points come together, bottom right, doing. Bottom left corner, you're going to write having. And then at the top of the triangle, you're going to write being. And then you're going to draw an arrow along the outside of the triangle, an arrow going, pointing from doing to having outside of the triangle, an arrow pointing from having to being at the top of the triangle, and then an arrow pointing from being back down to doing at the bottom right-hand corner of the triangle. So this tiny little diagram, this visual diagram, this really helped me understand how I was operating and what results it was giving me and what energy was driving it. So this is how 90 to 95% of the world operates. And especially a lot of people coming from a perfectionist way of operating. Okay. So everything starts with the doing. Okay. Let me put this into perspective and use an example. So from the last episode, I was telling you about that I was striving for excellence. I wanted top marks in everything at school. Okay. Top marks in everything. And it was like trying to prove myself to my parents to get their love and their acceptance while also proving myself to myself <laughs> that like I was an excellent person and I was able to achieve highly. Okay. So what I was doing was I was doing a lot of study. I was doing a lot of preparation and I was doing a lot of hard work in order to have the good grades and the excellence so I could be proud of myself and I could be happy and I could be loved and accepted by my parents and I could be like, look at what I'm, look at what I'm capable of. Okay. And I want you to realize that this is, there's nothing wrong with doing that. Okay. This is, we're not doing this to judge ourselves. We're just doing this to observe and witness. But what I became to notice was the energy underneath that. When I started doing the things like studying hard, it was coming from an energy of like, I need to prove myself and I need to do this in order to make myself look good. So the energy underlying that was one of lack, was one of, I believe at my core that maybe I'm not good enough. So I need to do something to show the world that I am good enough. I'm worthy. I'm excellent. I am, look at how hard he works. Okay. And then, so the doing was an effort and in stress and was coming from a place where I needed to have the good grades to prove to others. And then in order to be fulfilled, which is why when I didn't get one of the grades, I ruminated on that because I didn't hit the highest mark. So I couldn't be fulfilled. My fulfillment was dependent 
on having the good grades and other things outside of me. Okay. So that is one example. So just looking at that, that then meant that whenever I wasn't living up to having all of the grades and the flashy external way I wanted people to view me, then I couldn't be happy or be fulfilled. That was all dependent on that. So the energy driving it was one of chasing. It was when I get the grades, when I have the grades, when I have people telling me that, oh, wow, you're a really good worker, you're this, then I can be fulfilled and happy and at peace. But what I realized was it was a constant chase. When I would get there, in the case of getting 99.9% .9 of all top grades, I was still wanting more because the energy behind it was of one lacking. So it's always going to just move it to the next level and then it's going to copy and paste and it's going to have me chase again, chase to the next thing, chase to the next thing. And then the being happy and all that I was really wanting is always then at arm's length in front of me in some future idea or future moment. And then so everything that the way that I'm moving through the world is with the energy of like, oh, I'm not good enough until I have that stuff and then I can be happy. So what radically changed my life was actually flipping it. And this is the way we're... It brings you back to your power. It brings you back to creating it from within and then going out into the world with that energy where you're not needing other things in order to feel happy or complete or in love or acceptance with who you are at a deep level. So flipping it was actually starting with the being. So I'm going to use that example. What I started realizing in my life, for example, when I created this podcast, if I was doing it to have a large following and get people to tell me that, oh, Cody, you're so great. And then I could be happy and at peace with myself. That would be, the podcast would be created from that energy of need and validation. And again, chasing and lacking and not good enough. But what I realized when I came across this diagram is like, it starts with the being. It has to start there. It has to start within because as within, so without. So whatever we're creating internally starts to manifest externally. Okay. So in the case of like chasing the, you know, the good grades or, you know, like the perfectionism with the way I approach a sport or something like that. It, no, it has to start with being. So with an example, like, you know, the podcast, I had to be at peace and with a place of being in love with who I was at the moment I created it. And then I could have the inspiration to actually use my voice and create what I want to create, not what I believe others want in order to then get the recognition and validation I was looking for. Okay. So I was actually being able to have my own inspiration. Notice that was switching where before it was like having the grades to then show to other people. 
this one was like, no, having the inspiration from being already at peace and in love with where I was at that moment in my life. So to have the inspiration to connect to my voice and what I want to create and bring to the world. And then I will do all the things that would bring that to life from that place of love, peace, acceptance, and my voice from within. It's a completely different way of moving through the world. Okay. Because with the perfectionist way was the first question or what was driving it was what are they going to think or who am I doing it for? Okay. So it's very like putting your power outside of yourself, putting your happiness dependency on what other people are going to validate how they respond. Okay. It's like giving your permission away. Whereas this is coming from who do I want to be in the world? From a place, from the beingness, from that internal place of your truth, your voice. So that then you can create from that place and you can have the inspiration or have the creation from that place within. And then the doing comes from that energy, not from the energy of needing something then to feel what you were actually starting with. So it's a complete inversion where it starts within and then ends up coming outside of yourself where the other way was starting outside with all the external stuff, wanting the external validation to then internally feel happy at peace, whatever it was, acknowledged, fulfilled. So I want you to take a moment and I want you to reflect. And again, this is through no fault of anyone's. Okay. We're not this, the objective here is not to judge. It's just a witness because the world is built upon the doing, then the habit and then the being, putting our power outside of ourselves, getting validation from outside of ourselves, getting our happiness from things outside of ourselves, like drugs, alcohol, women, money, where it's very much like when I have these things, then I'll feel happy. But no, it's like I'll feel happy and at peace. And then I go experience the world and show up in a way that's coming from that. So I don't actually need anything to feel complete. So I want you to reflect on what things in your life are you doing at the moment in order to maybe try and find an outcome, do things to be at peace, find security, find happiness, find love. Where are you looking outside of yourself? And then how can you turn that around to, okay, what is the outcome I'm trying to get here? Am I looking for peace? security, happiness, love. How can I reverse the pyramid, the triangle and start with that and look at, say if it's love, look at all the things that I can love in my life right now. That's here. That's present that I'm maybe not acknowledging and all the ways that I can love myself, connect to myself deeply where I'm avoiding myself. And then in that then I can start reverse engineering it to the having and to the doing. Okay. So I just want you to make a list of like, where am I doing the having the being and I'm looking for things outside of myself. What am I looking outside of myself and how am I looking for it? And this is just a list to see, 
to notice and observe. Oh, that's really interesting. Getting, bringing curiosity to it. And again, this is not to place blame or shame on it. Like, oh, why am I doing that? Your perfectionist self is going to want to do that. Notice the voice too. Notice how it's being harsh on yourself when you're trying to stick up for yourself. Notice how it's talking to yourself. Okay. Because it's our job to love that inner critic. It's our job to love that part of ourselves that is hard on ourselves. Okay. We don't have to believe what they say is truth, but it's our job to say, oh, why are you being so hard on yourself? What, what are you needing from me right now that I could give you that? And then have a conversation with them. And so like when you have that list, then think about how can I reverse engineer what I'm looking for outside of myself? How can I come to find that within myself? Okay. And then reverse the triangle, the being, the having, then the doing. So that might take a while. So feel free to like pause this and then come back. But I'm going to move on to the next, the last kind of questions. And you might learn some of this in that process, but what parts of yourself are you really hard on? What parts of yourself do you constantly judge? I want you to be really honest here with nothing but love and compassion. And when you have that list, I want you to think of these parts of yourselves as little kids. Could be little kid versions of you or just imagine them as little kids. Now, I want you to imagine what these kids really need more than anything. Do they need more judgment and blame and shame that they make them more quieter and hide maybe in the corner? Or do they need someone to finally come up to them, crouch down to them and just say, Hey, I see you. I love you. What do you need from me? What are you wanting to tell me? How could I give you the opposite of what I'm currently giving you? Because per perfectionism will tell us that we're only allowed to let parts of ourselves be seen and that there's these parts of us that are just annoying and hinder us from doing what we need to do in the world. But the truth is, if you're going to truly be at peace and love with yourself, you need to love all parts of you. And that will require looking at the parts of you that you're harsh and judgmental to and how you can turn that around and bring them love, compassion, and attention as if they were a little child wanting that from a nurturer and a caregiver. So the next question is, what can I give these parts of myself that I'm not currently giving? So if there's a part of you, for example, that makes quote unquote mistakes, right? And you're always harsh on yourself for making mistakes or judging your decisions that you make. Maybe rather than being harsh and judging these parts of yourself for the next week, maybe when it comes to making a decision, maybe you reinforce that. I want you to know that you have the space where whatever decision you will make, I'll be at peace with. There is no wrong decision. Choose what feels best for you and I will support you and we will do this together. So rather than constricting and judging and making yourself close in, how can we open? 
and allow yourself the space to be imperfect. Where you don't need to have it all together, where you don't need to get things quote unquote right, whatever that means. How can you create more space for this? Another example, you know, if there's a part of you that is wanting to be more disciplined and you always kick yourself, oh, I wish I, I should be doing this, I should be doing this. Let me tell you, should is loaded with judgment. That word should. Start asking yourself, well, do I want to be doing these things? Okay, if I do, cool. What is that part of me that I'm judging about, like I should be doing this? Maybe that part of me that does find it hard to commit, that does find it hard to be consistent. Maybe it's just like asking questions like, well, hey, what do you need right now? Oh, you need space? to do these things like work out or whatever it is in your own way, in your own time. Oh, you're wanting to do it differently. Oh, cool. Or maybe look at what you did last week. Oh, I didn't work out at all last week rather than trying to get three workouts. And maybe my goal this week is just to say, look, we're just going to try for one. When you do celebrate it, don't say, well, I should do more celebrate it cheer yourself on think about the way that you're speaking to yourself would you speak to a friend in this way if they didn't work out oh you should be doing better come on I, I you know I know you said you should be doing three start talking to that part of yourself like it's a little kid that wants encouragement that wants building that wants nurturing rather than a blamer or a judger and the last question is what pressure or expectations am I putting on myself that I can let go of? Because expectations are resentments waiting to happen. Expectations carry a certain weight and energy of, I need you to be up here. And maybe we're just down here and everything that I've learned with expectations is just how can I be at peace with where I am while holding a vision of where I want, what direction and how I want to move. But me moving into that future has to come from a place of being at peace with where I am now with no expectations that I should be differently. I should be somewhere else because then that will just carry forward into everything that you're creating and doing. And then you'll never feel fulfilled. You'll never feel at peace. It's that doing, having, being. When I do more and have that expectations met, then I can be relaxed or happy or fulfilled. No, you have to be at peace. Have the confidence and the space to move forward from a place of ease and not beating yourself into discipline. So that then you can do the things that you love with the energy of love. And I'll throw in one last question. Why do I need to be perfect? What do I gain from trying to be perfect? And how ton would it be to be messy? What could I gain from giving myself the space to be messy? Really sit with that one and try it. Maybe 
you give yourself the space to actually try to be messy for a week. If you're one that needs everything super, super clean and ordered because that you're making it mean something about your worth or your value or like, I have to do all the things to be clean, to have my peace of mind and then to be relaxed. What if you threw it up? Well, I'm going to choose to be relaxed so I can have more space to be messy and do the things that I actually want to do free from all this need to be a certain way based off of what? Seriously, play in the law of opposites. Watch what happens. Free yourself. I love you. Be kind on yourself and really approach these like a little kid, like, oh my God, this man's giving me permission to come back to like my own play and I can be messy and this, yeah, well, you get to listen to this and then give yourself that permission. It has nothing to do with me. I'm just showing you what is possible outside of what you're already believing yourself needing to be this way or whatever you are. I'm just showing you that there's different doors you can walk through each day. And then that's okay. But the choice and you giving yourself that permission, that's up to you. Enjoy, have fun. And imagine you're just throwing all sorts of different colors at a wall, like a little kid. Get messy, get curious, have fun. Celebrate this life that you get to live every day because some people don't get to wake up. So this idea of like, oh, I need to be perfect. I need to follow the rules. I need to follow like my beliefs. I need to be the certain way. Maybe it's time. Maybe that part of yourself that's ready to be unleashed just needs some freedom and permission to just play. But there's no weight, no expectations, no anything on your shoulders that you're holding. Oh, so you can just be free to be. Message me what opens up in your life. I'd love to hear from you. On Instagram, Artist Redefined Podcast, my personal account, and revel in the fact that you are the artist of your own life. This is why I'm making this to bring you back to that home and creator within yourself where they're like, you make the rules, let's go, make, have fun with it, play inside of it, play outside of it. Thank you so much for choosing to spend 25 minutes listening to this and giving yourself that time to actually open yourself to new possibilities and ways to live and ways to deepen that relationship with the magnificent human and soul that you are. Until next time, I love you. Have a beautiful rest of your day. And play. <laughs> All right. Peace and love. So that is the end of our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening and giving yourself the space to listen to these powerful conversations. It's my pleasure bringing them to you. Uh, it would mean the world to me if you could rate, leave a review and subscribe. That helps us spread this podcast to as many people as possible. If you could tell people about it, share it with friends or family that might like it. 
it would absolutely mean the world to me. You can also find us over at Instagram on Artist Redefined Podcast on YouTube. And until next time, keep being the artist of your own life. Much love. Thank you.